This is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, and today I'm at the Albany Institute of History and Art to talk with Lacey Wilson, the public historian for their Albany African American History Project, about a new display that went up recently. Lacey, welcome back to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thanks for having me back. And uh, your display is based on the collection and history of Nell Stokes, an Albany resident. Can you tell us something about Nell and tell us something about the display? Nell is not originally from Albany. She arrived, uh, the date's on the display, but I want to say like mid-50s, I believe, is when she arrived in Albany. And she had her hand in a lot of local community-involved work, including work at the, working at the YWCA with their youth programming, um, working with local NAACP chapter, and creating the Creative Expressions, um, which was at when she created it, the Black American Essay Contest. Before we started, I said that was it interesting working with somebody who was alive as a historian? I would imagine that you usually worked with archives and historic documents, and you said something that sort of surprised me. I think it depends on the kind of history that you're doing. A lot of my work in my career has often been uh, the 20th and 21st century. I've done a lot of work with oral histories, so I've often worked with people who are still alive. So doing that with Nell was not that different from my other from my other processes, because previously I've also worked with people who were still alive and were able to give feedback on what I was doing. That's fascinating. And the exhibit is four display cases near the rear entrance to the Albany Institute. Can you tell us something about what we'll see if we come to the exhibit? Um, if we, if you enter from the parking lot, you will immediately see um, two pictures, one very large one of Nell with the youth group that she had started at the YWCA, as well as a picture of Nell when she was very young. Um, it's where it's in um, some cases, yes, we call those the library cases because they're right in front of the library at the Albany Institute. It's about two large ones right underneath those photos, as well as two smaller ones just behind those. Um, and it's essentially an exhibit of her manuscript collection that she gave me after we did an oral interview. It includes a lot of scrapbook photos and pamphlets from the YWCA and pamphlets from the Black Women's Association of Albany and um, and a lot of and, uh, and things relating to the Black American Essay Contest. Did you have us, given that her involvement with Albany events and activities goes back decades, did you have like a time period that you were especially focused on or is it something that's still evolving as she goes to another meeting and sends you new material? I think it had to do with specifically what she gave me in terms of the things that she gave me. It was primarily about the YWCA, primarily about the um, various organizations that she was a part of, including the Black American Women's Association and this essay contest. So based off those, that spanned, that because that Black and Women's um, organization started in like the mid-1970s. I believe, or at least the more current iteration, I believe, started in the 1970s. Their, um, her involvement in the YWCA started a decade or so, a bit more into her time here in Albany. Um, so it didn't, it wasn't really specific by decade. It was specific by subject in terms of the things that she gave me and that she had available and was willing to give the museum. And that idea of uh, donating collections of scrapbooks and of materials is interesting. Have you been trying to, were you encouraging people to donate? Are you trying to build up the collection? I know you're focused on 20th and 21st century history, which is 
you know, now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say yes, I think that, um, but I, I think my, my prerogative, part of the prerogative of me in this project was getting oral interviews done. And so I was hoping that I could build up trust with communities and with organizations that individual people might want to give me things. And through my conversations with Nell, that turned out to be the case. And that's how I was able to get these in particular. Was there anything this might be a dangerous question to ask, or you might may have to be delicate about it. Was there anything that especially interested you, or especially caught your attention, or surprised you in her collection? I think this essay contest that she created, it still exists. It's called the um, the Creative Expressions Contest. It's still, I'm, I'm sure they're advertising for students to participate in it right now. It's run by the Delta Sorority. Um, and uh, I think what's particularly fantastic about that is we're currently living in a time in which a lot of history in this country, but particularly black history is being legislated against. And so when we look at this collection, we can see a way that a local woman through her organizational connections was able to find a way to highlight black history specifically um, in Albany. And I know that you're involved with uh, historical organizations and groups and individual historians around the country through various professional organizations. Have you heard any stories of organizations being under attack because of their work with black history? I am friends with quite a few uh, professors in states that have to be very conscious about what they're able to teach and what they're able to promote. Um, I don't have any specific stories relating to that. I'm just a historian who watches the news and is very aware of things in other states that might be legislated against or challenging. Right. Like, we don't want to present slavery as anything other than an advanced uh, scholarship or program. Yeah, I and I think there is an argument to be made that you have to teach these things in a very specific way for very specific age groups, for sure. But I think that teachers and educators and librarians in particular know how to have those conversations and know how to engage with those with students. And switching a little bit, you said that th- this was a collection that Nell Stokes gave you as you were doing oral interviews. Are there other people that have given you collections that you think might be highlighted in the future? Um, I know the oral interviews are further going to be highlighted once they're on the website in particular. I hope that other people will continue to give things as well that are related to these subjects. I think a lot of the stories that I've been able to get through the oral interviews definitely highlight a lot of really interesting things that have happened in Albany. And I'm hoping that further researchers and community members will find the Institute as a place where they can donate things as well as engage with those stories further. Are there other collections that you've you've gathered or other um, individuals that you've interviewed that you want to mention for our listeners? Um, let's see. Nell Stokes is the one I got the most stuff from. Um, I had a really good conversation with Archie Goodby, um, who did a lot of work with our local NAACP chapter. I think that's the thing that uh, that was probably a very rewarding collaboration with me for, for me, the local NAACP chapter, highlighting a lot of their members who they thought really needed to get highlighted. So I interviewed Archie Goodby. I interviewed Ann Pope. I interviewed... Um, there were quite. Uh, there was a couple more, but their names are currently escaping me. But they will be on the website, so you'll be able to hear them more then. And speaking of the NAACP, you said that they were helpful in creating this exhibit. 
Um, yes, uh, as well as like advertising too, as well as they were the reason I even knew Nell in the first place. I had created, um, collaborated with them and they were very interested to um, have oral interviews from a lot of their senior membership. And that's how I got connected to Nell in particular. They, NAACP truly gave me names and said, please go interview these people. And I was happy to do so. That's terrific. And you said that not just looking back, but looking forward that the NAACP will be uh, doing an event that's sponsored here on February 24th, was it? Yes, we're going to be doing a roundtable interview with some of my interviewees as well as me. I think it, they're going to connect it probably with a bunch of things happening for Black History Month and perhaps the Black and Puerto Rican ca- caucus will, I think, also be in the area that time. I think we, we can, uh, I can check to see specifically what was said on that, but I believe that that is an event the NAACB is going to be doing on the 24th, yes, February 24th. And you mentioned uh, getting information on the website. Can you remind us what the website is? Uh, yeah, it's albanyinstitute.org. So albanyinstitute.org. And there's information there about the other current exhibits going on, the oral interviews that Lacey mentioned. Um, is there anything else here at the Institute that maybe you were surprised by when you came or that you were delighted to see? I think this is a fascinating museum to have conversations about how the community of Albany has changed and not changed, and I'm hoping that that kind of programming and interest, um, that the audience that wants to ask those questions will be able to ask those questions. Okay, that was Lacey Wilson, the public historian for the Albany African American History Project at the Albany Institute of History and Art, talking about the exhibit of materials donated by Nell Stokes, an amazing woman in the Albany area. Uh, And Lacey, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. And this is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine.